I get my nom, nom, nom on with the my top chicks and we will eat on, eat on the weekly dish. Welcome to the Weekly Dish Second Helping. Our new name. That's right. That's the. Uh, this is the name of the podcast. That basically the portion of the podcast in which is extra from the show. We give you some extra bonus material, some second helpings, as it were. And this week we're going to talk about pizza because we had some good pizza experience this week when we went to. Pizza Karma, which is opening Monday. What's the official well, date? Monday. Right. It'll be Monday. Uh, it'll be open by the time. Right. You by the listen time you to listen this. to this, it'll be open. Is basically the key. Um, yeah, because Monday is the seventeenth. Um, but it, it's kind of a fun gig. Um, what's happened is, is that Raghavan Ayer, who is one of our, you know, favorite local food people, he is kind of the expert for Indian food and cooking. He wrote 660 Curries for the Workman Publishing Group, which is a huge, massive international best-selling hit. He also wrote uh, the Potato Cookbook. Which yes, I can't, you know, live without especially everything potatoes. Yep, and he, you know, has consulted and he's been a teacher. He's done classes all around town. He's won a James Beard. Uh, I think he won an award for his web series in t- teaching people how to cook. I love it. Yeah. So anyway, he has decided that there should. Should be a new kind of pizza place. And what I love about this is that pizza, you guys, it is a very, very crowded segment of the restaurant world. There are so many pizza places and so many different kinds of pizza. And yet I think this is important because I think he has come up with a whole brand new kind of pizza. It is a tandoor fired pizza. And basically, it's uh, three ovens that are tandoor ovens. They reserve one for proteins for making, like, the chicken and the shrimps. And they put them on skewers and put them into the tandoor and then pull them out. And then the other two, they have the dough, which is a non-yeast-based dough. And they stretch the dough out over, like, what looks like a puffy pillow. And they have the dough resting on top and stretched over this puffy pillow. And then they walk over to the tandoor oven and they reach in and, like, blot the... So puffy let's, pizza. Hold on. So a tandoor oven is not like an oven like you would think. It's not like an oven that you pull the door down. It's not even like a pizza oven that you stick, you know, on a paddle in. A tandoor, which you see if you've eaten in any Indian restaurants, you know this. It is a clay pot. An open-topped clay pot, like a giant. It looks like a cauldron. Yeah, or like a, a pottery fire kiln, kind of. Yeah. And so they take this piece of dough that's stretched over this pillowy bowl, and they dab it into the inside of the wall of the tandoor oven and right away if you watch the dough and you can watch this at Pizza Karma it starts bubbling up and the back of the dough because it's touching the edge of the tandoor is getting like crispy and dark and golden and then when the pizza's done they take it out and it's still sort of soft and bubbly on the top 
and not all the way set. And then they put your different pizza toppings on it and then put it through like a conveyor belt that finishes the top. And that two-step process makes this crispy, chewy, really quite delicious crust that's very different than traditional pizzas that we're seeing around the Twin Cities. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot less... It's a lot less doughy. You know, you get a nice crisp to it, but it's also got a little bit more chew to it than, like, your traditional thin crust. Yep. That's what I like about it. And um, it's got a little sourdough kind of tang to it a little bit. Um, and there are different kinds of dough. You can get different kinds of crusts you can get. It's not just, just you know, it's a lot like non-bread, N-A-N, but yep. it's not just like that. And then they have a potato crust that's a gluten-free crust that has chilies in it that's uh, just deliciously spicy but not like lingering spicy but when you're eating it it's the perfect amount of spicy and that's a nice gluten-free crust option. So it's kind of interesting though because when you think about it there's pizza is one of those things that everybody I mean we always talk about like who doesn't like pizza right I mean like it's a hard to find somebody who's like not gonna find pizza that they like um, but it's, uh, it's really um, I think kind of a, a departure, not just because of the crust. I mean, the crust is great, but it's a departure because of the toppings. For sure, for sure. They have toppings that are unlike any I've seen. Um, they have like a tomato fenugreek sauce that has like ginger in it. Mm-hmm. So it's very light, very bright. It really brings out the flavors of anything that you put on it. Um, another one is a mustard greens. So it kind of looks like spinach, sort of. And it's just, it's tasty, but again, really different. Not uh, like you would find in a normal pizza shop. Not normal. What is traditional? Typical. Thank Typical. you. Traditional pizza shop. I don't know. I just think that if you're looking for something, and what I loved is that uh, Ragaman talked about it, and that it's not an Indian pizza place. It's like he doesn't want everyone to think about this as like a this is Indian pizza because that doesn't actually really exist in the culture, in the Indian cuisine culture. But the point is, is that it's a global flavors. So when you get like coconut and milk, you know, coconut milk and curry leaves, or if you're putting in lamb meatballs, or you're doing, you know, there's like some um, you know, wonderful little things like kebab, like chicken kebabs, those kind of things. It's not just, it's it's basically taking those interesting flavors that exist in other cuisines and kind of putting it together on a pizza crust. I will say, too, one of the best pizzas that I had was a coconut shrimp pizza. And it was the non-crust, but it had shrimp with the fresh coconut and lime with coconut milk. And then it had cheese on top of it. And it looked like kind of your white basic shrimp pizza, but the taste of it was like almost buttery. It was so good. Yeah. That's going to be a popular one. I I think so, too. And it it didn't look as good as it tasted. It just... Because it kind of just looked like, oh, shrimp pizza, but the taste and the flavor of it was really delicious. Yeah. And that's... I wonder about that, too, in terms of, like, people finding... you know, things that they like and being able to expand in, and kind of taking the chance on it. I think there's plenty of people who want to expand their palates and understand a little bit more. But it's funny when they, you get faced with, like, well, what are you going to pick? And then they're like, well, are there meatballs? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, and he does have pepperoni on the yeah. menu so that, I like, think that's something smart. for kids and families. Yeah. And I, I think that you could absolutely have that tomato fenugreek sauce without it being anything that is... Bizarre. Yeah, like, your kids are going to like it. It is a flavorful tomato sauce. Basically, that's just it. That can sit here. That's all. Um, you know, I think that it's I think that it's able to... I, I don't think that you have to worry too hard about it. It's like, 
But the North African harissa sauce, I have to say how very lovely, full of spice that was and how exciting that was to finally find, like, an actually spiced sauce. Yeah. Because so many, like, ooh, it's got red chili paste in it or whatever, and then you're still shaking the chilies on it. That right. That to me is, like, crazy. And I like a pizza that is spicy. Like, I'm always shaking the red pepper flakes or the Tabasco. Oh, yeah. Did oh, you yeah. ever, when you were in, we were in high school and we'd be at Godfather's Pizza and we would totally, like, lift somebody's piece of cheese up on their slice. <laughs> their then, robe of cheese. Yeah, and then, and then like, pile in, the like, the peppers underneath and then put the slice down again so they'd take a bite and they wouldn't see it. I never did that. You never did that? it sounds like a great idea. It's a good prank. You know, the prank that uh, my dad did to my sister that ruined her for life is he sucked up Dijon mustard into her straw. Oh, that's a good one. And then put the straw back in her yeah. Coke. Yeah. So when she came back from the bathroom, she goes to take a big sip of her Coke and she gets a mouthful of mustard. That is a brilliant prank. She's never eaten mustard since. It ruined her. She still talks about it. Oh my God. I'm going to totally do that. I'm going to do the pizza one to Ellie. Yeah, you got to do the pizza <laughs> one to Ellie for sure. Are there other, like when we were talking about, like we were talking with Raghavan about pizzas we like and just different techniques. And he mentioned black sheet pizza, Yeah, which is one of my local favorites. I just think that that crust, that coal fired crust is really crispy, crackly, but it also really holds up to, you know, a lot of toppings. They've got a meatball pizza that I really like. Yeah. Are there other pizzas that really do it for you? Well, I mean, I think this is or the hard styles part. of yeah, pizza, I, I guess. What's hard is that I think people have. I think there's regional things, you know, and then there's totally pizza. You know, I, like I will never eat Domino's unless I absolutely have Me to too. because of the flavor. You know what I mean? Because they started putting that weird thing on there, and I don't like the the texture of the bread. But like that's. If there's things like that I would if, but if there was nothing else to eat and Domino's with it I'd probably eat like four slices well in that David Chang um, episode that he did on Ugly Delicious about pizza where yeah. he delivered the Domino's and he was talking about how it's a solid slice for him yeah it like my family I would order anything other than that and if that's what comes I'd eat it yeah. I mean that's it's fine but right. I if I have to order the pizza that is the last place I'm going and I also don't want a butter cup what's a butter cup like how um, some of the places bring you the grease cup. I I don't even know what that is. It's like I don't you mean even like it has sauce in it. Yeah, like Papa John's brings you this cup oh, of see I don't ever, garlic yeah. butter, oh, which is I just the greasy yuck. Yeah. I don't want that either. Yeah, I mean there's people who put ranch on their dressing. I can see the ranch, ranch thing. on their pizza. I can. I don't. I'm not a big. I don't want tomatoey things with ranch dressing. I don't ever understand that. Same thing why someone was dipping their salsa into ranch. Like they would dip into salsa and then dip that into ranch. Oh, I could do that. That all sounds good. Sometimes no. just ranch is ranch. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm. It, it's the specific mixture of having a tomatoey, vinegary thing with that weird creaminess to me. I like it. But... Um, Do you remember your first barbecue pizza or, like, your unusual topped pizza that... Like, I no, can remember getting a uh -huh. pizza luce and being like, oh, my gosh, where has this been my whole life? Like, No, I don't remember. Barbecue chicken and cilantro on a pizza. See, I am not a barbecue chicken pizza person. In fact, that's probably my least favorite. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I don't know why. I just don't, like, I'm not against barbecue chicken. I just, I guess, and I'm not a purist either. I'm not sitting here being like, oh, you can't have this, this, other than, of course, the ultimate argument of if pineapple belongs on a pizza. I don't have feelings about that either way, but generally I don't want fruit with meat. See, 
I don't, I don't, I don't want any part of that sweetness with my savory again. Do you want pineapple with your ham? Not on a piece no, of just me no, neither. No, that's that's. I don't need that sweetness. In fact, I so enjoy the savory that I, like the sweetness takes away from it. I don't know why. And I get it. I see that people eat it and they love it, and that's fine. But like, I'm okay. What about uh, like a fettuccine pizza? I'm not a big white sauce person on pizza because it just feels so bready already. Yeah. So I get like it gets really creamy. Like that's actually why I wasn't the biggest fan of that coconut. The shrimp sauce. Yeah, yep. because it I liked felt it. really heavy. Any cream sauce pizzas, it's going to be a hard sell for me. I really guess I like like for I like the cream to be the creaminess to be the cheese and there to be the biting of the acid to balance that, which is why I like. A tomato sauce. Yep. But I will like an olive oil, just a basic olive oil crust if you're doing like a couple, if you're doing like a little bit of cheese and stuff. That's okay too. I guess that's, you know, I don't know. I guess if I'm going to have a pizza though, I want it to be more about that like tartness too. So when you're going to order a pizza, and I know this is regional because of where you live or where I live, like what's your, who do you call? If you have someone, we have a place called Pete's Pizza out in Long Lake. Actually, it's no longer Pete's Pizza. They've changed their name to Forklift. And they're good. It was great when it was Pete's Pizza. Although the problem with me and with them is that they never put on enough sauce. And for me, I want the sauce. Like, I don't, like, I never understood it when they would take the ladle, they put it on, and then they would whip it around. And so then they would spread it all right. And there'd be these whole areas where the ladle had taken, moved the sauce off. Yeah. And there'd be, like, nothing. And I never, I hated that when there's just cheese on the bread and, like, a pinkness from sauce. I want sauce. Sauce. Yeah. I want sauce. I moved away from one of the pizza places in my neighborhood called Mavericks. That they have this taco pizza yeah, no, stuff that, that I still your, think about it. You talk about it all the time. Oh, I have miss you not it. had it. In a I long haven't time? had it in a like long time, years? and I no, not two years, but. Like, I used to have that probably once every three months. Yeah. I, and it's, I just cannot wait to go get that pizza. Yeah. It's just this delicious chorizo. It's like a green sauce. And then it is real fried Mexican, like, tortilla chips. Yeah. And cilantro and red onions. And, and chorizo is amazing. And so that would be great. Oh, it's so good. That is a great pizza at Maverick's Pizza. Okay. Um, I used to like, too, and I still like the Ruby Ray at Pizza Lou where it's kind of the inverted, where it's more sauce on the top and then the cheese is underneath that sauce. So like a stuffed pizza. Except it's not stuffed in the crust. It's just no, in- no, no, no. But a stuffed pizza, technically, is it a deeper dish? Um, no, it's a, like a hand toss. Oh, okay. Because like technically, that's a whole other thing when we talk about uh, stuffed pizzas or you talk about deep dish pizzas. Those are two different things. I have never had a deep dish pizza in the Twin Cities. Giordano's is. I want to go there so bad, you should and go I and never just have. Give it a, to give it a try, but yeah, again, technically, that's the idea. Is like deep dish is supposed to stuffed pizzas. You can get a. Um, God, what is it? The one that I like, the Italian pie shop. Oh yes. So they have, and that's like sort of like pizza. the sauce is on the top. It's like the bread into a in a sort of a shell. Yeah. Cheese is on the bottom, and stuff, sauce is on the top. That's, that's in fun. St. Paul. No, they're they have like all over the place. Oh, they do. They've got like five or six locations. And I still, I always liked the Red Savoy pizza at the classic place in. St. Have you Paul. had one since they've no ch- chained out? No. They're not bad. I mean, the thing with them is that it's going to be the same thin crust, and they have the same recipe for the sauce, so it's good. It's they have very, they're very thick on the on the toppings and the cheese. You know, that's kind of yep. the hallmark of that. I judged uh, last year. We did that food fight issue, and I judged 
Young Joni's sausage and pepperoni pizza, you know, the spicy one, versus um, the one from uh, Red Savoy. And it's so funny because they're so both, they're both very delicious. They're both very good. They're just totally different. Like, I would never bring one of those Red Savoys. I would never be like, let's go eat at dinner and sit down at a Red Savoy and have, like, a wine and everything else with that pizza. Yep. Young Joni's was far superior. But I would never also have it bring a Young Joni's to, like, a football party and then be like, chow down. And that's kind of the thing about <laughs> pizza. Like, I was doing some research on food tours, and they do this pizza tour, and they go to the place that has the football pizza. Yeah. Which, that's a great pizza. That is a spectacular pizza. It's super large. It's in the shape of a football. It's got a really delicious crust, lots of toppings. It holds up to the toppings. Yep. But pizza is really personal because, like, you might have 12 different kinds of types of pizzas that you like, and Pizza Karma, for me, would be right into my wheelhouse. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to love a Heggie's pizza, too, or a Jack's pizza, even. Right. Or, yeah, and I mean, it's kind of like, for me, also, it's all about, like, I don't know if I would... Well, and I have to go back to Pizza Karma and really try some, like, really kind of get a hot pizza myself and sit down. Because we were, the things we tasted were that immediate preview. Yep. Which means things are, you know, they've already been sitting for a while or we've been talking about them and we're, you know, it's not like I'm sitting and eating my pizza. Yeah. So I'm excited to go do that. But it's like you, especially with pizza, because it is so accessible and because we can get it both delivered and at the gas station and in fancy restaurants, it's that thing where you have to be craveable in order to get people to come to you, I think. You know what I, I think that it's that idea that I know that they're going to grow this, this idea of putting Pizza Karma here in Eden Prairie is a good start and that they'll eventually get into other places and I think that's good because I think for pizza it has to be in your arena. Like, and your area. Kind of in your neighborhood, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, cause I like, like, I don't think you in St. Paul, you're not driving out to Pizza Karma to get a pizza. Probably not. No. Yeah. But I really did like it. Right. So I would like people to go and I maybe would go well, uh, with if my you were family. In that, to, yeah. If you're yeah. in the area, you would definitely go there. I'm just, that's pizza in general. I'm just saying that, like, even if there was, even if it wasn't Pizza Karma, it was another pizza place. It just seems that because pizza is so ubiquitous for us, yeah. we as a, we don't tend well, look to at I just talked about that Maverick pizza, and it's literally, like, two miles from my house, but that feels like somehow I've moved away from it. Yeah. Or, like, Surly Pizza, I like those pizzas, and when I go to Surly Brewing, I don't eat the pizza. I eat all the other stuff because I like the other stuff, too. Yeah. I know. And we make pizzas a lot, too. So, like, when we're in the summer, that's really what we eat once a week. My husband, we kind of use it as the method of cleaning out the refrigerator before we go home. Yeah. So we just throw everything on a pizza. So in the summer... I never eat pizza out because that's what I eat once a week at the cabin. Yeah. Yeah. Do you eat pizza a lot, like, at home? No. Yeah, it's... I mean, we, uh... Like, do you get... I We don't take in pizza very often. What do you mean? Oh, you, you don't, like... No, we don't. Have it delivered? Uh-uh. Hardly oh, ever. Uh, I would say that because I have a teenager, yeah. I tend to say, like, I'm not going to be home and you've got some dudes over, I'll just call the pizza guy and they'll deliver. Yep. So I, I, I would say probably a higher percentage of that. Um, we don't, you know, for as much as my entire 20 years of life in the old house, we used to make pizzas all the time. We don't make them now ourselves. Yeah, because you don't have that pizza oven. But at the same time, I had pizzas over at Zoe's house the other day, and she just, we just used her oven. 
You know what I mean? Like yep. she just had her oven on. That's we've, we're talking on the radio show about that artisan bread and five. I think that that's the ideal use for that dough. Yeah. Is if you're like a busy working person, you know, to have dough balls that you can just set out on the counter for ten minutes while you go change your clothes, and then come down and each person in the family can have their own personal pizza. And all you have to do is whip the oven. I mean, honestly, I know everyone's like, well, I don't have a pizza stone or anything else. We made them yesterday, you guys, or the other day on just cookie sheets. Yeah. That's all we did. Four hundred and fifty degrees. Yeah, stick the sheet in the oven and let it heat up with the pizza. Get that pizza dough on a piece of paper so that you can scooch it onto the sheet when it's ready. Or another cookie sheet yep. is a scoocher, too. Yep, and make sure that there's enough, like, cornmeal underneath to, so that it rolls. And then what I'm saying is, like, you don't you don't have to buy into all that crazy stuff to have a good pizza. Yeah. So. And if you're going to make, like, did you ever make English muffin pizzas? No, I never did. Oh, get they were that. good. Yeah. I used to make those after school. I'd get pizza squeeze pepperoni and mozzarella and I would toast the English muffin on both sides for Ellie and then I would make her like a pizza on it but yeah. I it was important to toast it on both sides because yeah. you wanted it to have firm so that the sauce didn't just soak into the bread and even like like cast though or I would cut it in half oh, okay. and then I would toast it like in like, the toaster just in a toaster yeah yeah so you get toast on both sides yeah doesn't all toast get toasted on both sides um, yes, unless, like, you do it in a skillet upside down, or... Oh, I, okay, so I just was wondering, I was like, do you have a toaster that doesn't toast on both sides? Okay, I don't have a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is, so... I was like, why would you put something in a skillet to toast it? That makes no we sense. We don't have a toaster, so we Got toast it. a side and then why flip it over and toast toaster? the other side. I don't know. Have you never had a toaster? We have one at the cabin. And I don't like it because it gets crumbs all over everything all the time. So I don't have one. That's insane. That I don't... I I never would have ever thought that you wouldn't have a toaster. I don't. Huh. I don't... And well, this, I mean, you're not exactly the most bready person, but I mean, just for the fact of like, I mean, I've always had one because we had, I mean, at one point there were four kids in our house yeah. and everyone's getting out of, out of the house for breakfast. Someone's going to need I had a bagel one kid or English muffin. And I would make her like roll ups or breakfast sandwiches yeah. or. Well, I mean, I get that, but just like, like, it's just, that's funny. I just never would think that you would. Toaster is one of those things, like, even if you never use it, it's just having it there is like a non-intrusive thing to me. I'm embarrassed to tell you that the. Part of the reason why I never had one at home is they're just so messy. I don't understand that point. Mine is not messy. Like, there's all the crumbs inside there, and then they dribble out when you're putting it. Like, the one at the cabin, I'm always putting it underneath the counter. Oh, okay. So there you go. If you're, like, moving it around, mine just sits on the counter, and then once a week I lift it up and I just, yeah. So I, you know, it's like, but it's not like it's, now you know that there's a toast action happening. You know, it doesn't spread out. But that's yeah, interesting. My weird toaster. Yeah, so you busted huh. me because we griddle. Yeah. Like, I was the like, bread. both sides. Yeah. That's very normal for toasting. In fact, I think that's the only way to toast. Oh. Technically. But I always thought it was funny that people were surprised that I didn't have a, like, a toaster oven, like a convection oven. I did have one of those when I was a kid, and I loved it. I, well, think about it. A lot of people, like, do their entire cooking in those things. That's unique. I know. Well, that's, like, a thing. There. Well, and I think that if you're a single person, you're not doing big things. You're just doing... <coughs> little things I think people do that a lot but I I toyed with the idea of getting the Breville like I thought about it but then I just it's expensive I don't know they are expensive and I just don't I like my oven I just turn my oven on it my oven it heats up like that so does mine so I feel like I don't know 
And in the wintertime, I like having the oven on because it actually warms up my kitchen. Yeah. I, I'm going up to the lake and I'm making a pork shoulder with beans just so that I can cook it the yeah. entire day and Don't you warm, think? Up, the warm up the house. Yeah. I think it's a smart idea. All right. So that's the Pizza Karma in In Prairie on Joiner Way. And it's in the Lariat Center. If you need to know exactly where that is, it's the Applebee's area. It's, it's a little bit to the south of the actual mall. And it's good. You should check it out. It's a new type of concept that I think really has some legs. Yep. It'll be fun. That's your second helping. Ciao, ciao. ciao.